Hello, hello. Good morning, everyone. <clears throat> Hopefully everyone's well. Got a little bit of the croaky throat this morning. Uh, people are jumping on. Good morning, James and Jay. Christina and Russell, Manu, Helena, Ashley, Hardik, how are you, mate? Yasmin. Great to have everyone on this morning. Fantastic to have the regulars back. Quick intros for those who uh, don't know me. Jason Witten's my name. I've been property investing uh, over 20 years, about 22, 23 now, matter of fact, and uh, coaching property investors since 2003 uh, across Australia and New Zealand, helping people build their property portfolios. Go the distance. You guys who are regular know this drill, and if you're new, give us a shout-out in the chat. We've got a couple of sayings around here. Buy well, never sell. The idea with real estate is to own it, right? Buying and selling real estate is hard work. That's called trading. That's not investing. We're investors around here. <laughs> the idea is we want to build a property portfolio for the long term. and We know it's going to take time. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And if, if you're dropping by for a bit of get-rich-quick, uh, this ain't the channel for you, so keep moving <laughs> because uh, property is not a get-rich-quick scheme. Uh, matter of fact, it's a get-rich-slow scheme, quite slow, matter of fact, 15 to 20 years. Most of us have got to be um, committed to that, gang. So there you go. Big shout-out. There's Heath and Glenn. Uh, good morning. Uh, Simon, Nicole. Uh, you guys missed us on Friday. You missed me. You missed me and Andy. Well, uh, folks, it was... The show day here in the Gold Coast, a funny little day that uh, we had a public holiday where I live and, uh, yep, took a day off with the kids. Um, missed you guys too, but, you know, family comes first round here. <laughs> uh, hope, hopefully you guys were awesome and well and could entertain yourselves. Uh, Andy and I also um, gave, uh, gave it a miss on Friday, but we'll be back this week, folks, nice and strong. Good to see you guys all jumping on today. So I thought I'd quickly chat about structures. Now, one structure to rule them all, one ring to rule them all, one rule, one structure to bind them all. Um, I get this question often about, you know, how should I buy these properties? What, what should I do? What's the most effective way to own real estate, the best things that we want in our structures ownership uh, a number of things. We want some asset protection. Now, asset protection is an interesting one. It can be used uh, very wisely. And asset protection does not have to always have structures in place. And you and I, uh, if you've been around uh, long enough listening to me, we've talked about the simple uh, asset protection structures. I'll, I'll, I'll mention that a little bit later. You want some flexibility, and flexibility for ownership. You know, can you own it together? Like, there's all sorts of questions around the flexibility. You want it to be tax effective. You know, <clears throat> can it help you in your world? Because, folks, uh, it's about how much you keep, not about how much you make. And the number one uh, inefficiency, the, the money that drains out of your world will be taxes. Okay, and we can manage and minimise those legally. Tonight at Mentoring Team, gang, uh, I'm going to be spending a full hour 
on this stuff uh, in the mentoring and coaching night tonight. So make sure you join me tonight. Sam's going to be there as well, and uh, we're going to have an amazing success story how one of the investors now has eight properties and is set up for their retirement. Retirement's a terrible word, I reckon, personally. I think retirement's a bit boring. Uh, Set up for freedom, uh, and uh, they're pretty happy about it. So we're going to go through that tonight. But today, I thought I'd give us a little tidbit, a bit of a um, bit of an insight into this stuff. Negative gearing. You, you hear a bunch of rubbish about negative gearing's bad. No, it's not. It's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with it. A negative cash flow property is not a great idea for you as an investor because it takes money out of your pocket. the The process of negative gearing is offsetting a loss from an asset against your personal income. That's what negative gearing is, team. Gang, seriously, look into these things. Don't get caught up in passing commentary by silly people. I was going to say stupid, but that was probably a bit harsh. Anyway, negative gearing. Negative gearing is perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with it. But don't build your property portfolio based on if – don't build your cash flow based on the only way it works is with the tax back, right? If it doesn't work standalone, then you're going to have some challenges and you've got to watch your dollars and cents. But team, gang, every single one of you will need a job unless you've got plenty of cash sitting under the pillow and I'm sure that's not the case and negative gearing is going to be good in the short term for you and your property uh, investing. You, you don't want it to be um, expensive to manage and run and you want it to be simple, like not complicated. Oh, I don't understand what you're talking about, okay? Now, how, how can we own things? We can own them as individuals, you know, um, as that's a terrible drawing of a person, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I think I better get some better art lessons. Anyway, we'll see how we go with this. Um, so you can own them as an individual. A person now. The challenge with that is directly the asset protection is is a little bit limited. But but you guys, you guys have heard me talk about the triangle of asset protection for an individual. You've got insurance. You've got a good property manager. Um, you know along the way, and you can do you can protect yourself with the right lending. Okay, that's pretty important to understand. But asset protection in the classic uh, sense of the word. Uh, is not as readily available to individuals, you've got to analyse whether you're at risk or not, okay? And for most of us with a PAYG job working for someone else, the risk is extremely low, extremely low. And don't get, you know, don't get terrified by someone, usually accountants or lawyers, telling you you're going to get sued, okay? Um, Weigh that up because, team, I've met literally tens of thousands of property investors and I can count on less than one hand, one hand, uh, how many times I've heard an individual having a legal issue like that, okay? So the risk is low. Flexibility, um, you know, as an individual, flexibility means can you change the ownership and stuff like that, and can you, can you add um, ownership without costs? You know, if you, if you go, oh, you bought it as an individual and then, your partner joins you later in life and you want to add them to the title, you have to pay stamp duty. So flexibility issues. Tax effective. As an individual, it's very tax effective uh, in in most circumstances. 
But there's some other issues uh, on tax-effective transfers, okay? So you kind of got to tick in both boxes. Negative gearing is good, uh, you know, inexpensive, affordable, and simple to run. This is my preference, team, uh, for anyone sitting out there right now. And you're going, okay, well, you know, what What would you say, Jason? Actually, that's not going to work, is it? Um, my preference for you as a property investor is this one, okay? It has the it has the the best of the bunch for the moment at when you're building your property portfolio if you are a PAYG uh, earner and you're building a property portfolio. Lending is the um, is the thing we want in here. So lending with that flexibility, um, the idea that you need to be um, you know, you need to be across it when it comes to lending is super, super important, right? Okay, we've got to be able to easily get ourselves a loan when it comes to this stuff. Partnerships. Now, listen, I'm just going to put a big cross in that one for property ownership. I think it's uh, flawed. Um, at the end of the day, there is far better ways to do it, so I'm just going to put it in there. But 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 there are people who have uh, two people without uh, complicated structures, <coughs> Um but partnerships, uh, I don't even know why they exist, to be honest. Um, but uh, they're, they're not very good for you as a property investor as we go along. Now, company and trust, companies and trusts, gang, um, are quite good, quite good for things when you're going to buy and sell. If you're going to renovate and flip, you're going to do a development, you're going to do those sorts of things. This this is for active um you can't see that, can you? This stuff is for you know active uh, ownership, okay? Active investment when it comes to adding the value to the real estate. You know, if you're going to buy something and turn it into a duplex and sell both, well, company and trust structures are going to be flexible and they're going to give you some some value in that space. The challenge is down the bottom here. They're not great. For long-term ownership, well, short to medium-term ownership as property investors, actually long-term, in 20 to 25 years, they're probably, well, they are, they're better in 25 years to own because you can do income splitting and stuff like this. The challenge is, team, the challenge is, gang, at the start, if you own properties in a company and trust, you're, you know, you can't lend as much. 80% lending, you can't use the negative gearing against your tax minimization. There's all sorts of reasons at the start that hold you back. But in 20 years, you'd, you'd, it'd be a more flexible structure. So that's a challenge, right? So you've got to weigh that stuff up. For me, you can you can sort of own it together in a, as a couple, right? Um, Bill and um, Mary can own together. And in later life, that's flexible, flexible too. So you know, it's not perfect, and that's the, that's the thing. That's the the whole thing with this stuff. It's it's just never perfect. It's never perfect, and plus, it's expensive. It costs you a lot of money, um, and it's not that simple. You know, there's some uh, there's some compliance and stuff like that you've got to handle as you go along. So just understand that sort of stuff. Um, and the self managed super, it is a structure. It's actually a fancy flash company trust structure. It's just a it's just a just got some other rules that can abide by, um, but I quite like that structure. Now, you guys know 
It's very effective. We'll talk about that tonight, the tax effectiveness of these structures. Now, you know, when we're looking at structures, what are we trying to achieve? Well, team, we're trying to achieve minimising our tax. We're trying to achieve minimising land tax. We're trying to achieve, you know, okay. Okay, so number one, you know, minimising land tax. All right, land tax. Uh, minimising uh, capital gains tax. Uh, number three, stamp duty if possible. All right, stamp duty. Um, there's a way to minimise stamp duty. And also your uh, PAYG variation, your own personal tax. Okay, that's what we're trying to minimise. Those are the four main taxes um, that you, you as an individual, now there might be GST, um, but that's not necessarily effective for buy and hold real estate. But if you have a look up here, how are we going to minimise uh, our taxes by having the right structures uh, in play for land tax, capital gains tax, stamp duty, and PAYG variation? That's the big question um, as we roll along, right? So for me, for most of you guys out there right now, this would be my uh, this would be my choice uh, for individuals, and probably over here, um, go and chat to your accountant or your financial planner. But those two would probably be very, very um, useful when it came to minimising these expenses uh, as you go. So, um, uh, in that sort of stuff. So, <clears throat> so again, now hopefully that made sense. Uh, a little bit of a shorter one today because. Uh, team, I'm going to dive into this deeply tonight at mentoring. So make sure you guys come along, okay? And uh, we will get it. We'll get into it um, this evening at about uh, seven o'clock. I'm pretty sure. I can't even remember what what uh, what time we start. But yeah, I think it's seven p.m. Team, you guys know the link. You've received the email. It's in the Facebook group, um, and we're gonna we're gonna make that happen uh, this evening. So there you go. Um, it's not as straightforward as you would hope. There are ways to manage some of the uh, the weaknesses in each of the situations. But again, you need to be um, connecting with your coach and your six-star team to make sure you get this right for your personal circumstance. Someone might be a business owner. You might be a business owner right there now. There might be some risks um, and also might be some advantages of owning and company and trust structures if you're a business owner. Um, but, you know, you've got a job, you work for whoever, and uh, you've got a PAYG um, and your income comes in fortnightly. It's very consistent. Uh, you know, for you, the main thing is to be able to minimise the tax, okay? That's the main thing. So um, how do we do that? So, all right, gang, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done for today, Monday. Back at it. Um, had a little break on Friday, as you guys know. So, but uh, listen, see you guys tonight and we'll dive deep into it. We've got me, full hour on tax and structures. We've got Sam on uh, the Forex growth strategy and property. And we have Riley and Laura bringing uh, an amazing success story from one of our clients right now. You guys are going to love it. Make sure you're there. All right, team, that's it. Done and dusted. You guys have an awesome day. Bye for now. See you tonight.